0: Join the Apostle and Prophet Ministry with Pastor Ron Boyd coming to you from Dunbar Township. Come and listen in to the radio station where the mighty host of heaven sing. Turn your radio on, turn your radio on, turn your radio on. Your radio. Your radio on. If you want to hear the songs of Zion coming from a land of endless spring, get in touch with God. Touch with, God. Touch with God, turn your radio on, your radio on. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. This is Brother Ronnie Boyd coming to you again today with the Apostle and Prophet Ministry. We want to talk a little bit today about the grace of God. And I know that about every church preaches about the grace of God. But sometimes they get uh, misrepresenting what grace is all about. And they have people trusting in something that uh, God did not intend. Now, I want to read something to you from the first chapter of the Gospel of John, and verse 14. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness of Him and cried, saying, This was He of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness have all we received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. We hear a lot of teaching today, and uh, they don't want to receive uh, what the apostles taught so much and even what Jesus taught. They say, well, actually, we're Gentiles now. We come in under the Apostle Paul's teaching, and uh, Paul taught grace. So they don't want to hear nothing about repentance. Uh, They just say, well, when you believe, if you truly believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ, and we believe also that you have to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, they come up with all these different ideas, and they don't want to hear nothing about water baptism why uh that don't help nobody and uh they don't want to hear about even the gift of the holy ghost speaking in tongues some will believe it and some won't but they don't feel that that's necessary and some will say that once you're saved if if you want to you can get baptized or once you're saved you can uh, maybe seek god and get the gift of the holy ghost but that has nothing to do with your salvation So today I want to talk a little bit about the grace of God and the love of God. And at this time, I want my wife, Sister Nancy, to uh, read a poem that she wrote, and uh, it's about God's love toward man. So at this time, Sister Nancy.
1: God loves you. God's love is real. It has always been. He loved you when he reached down and saved you from sin. God came to earth in the form of a son. He had a work of grace to be done. He preached to the lost and healed the infirm, a message of love he had to confirm. Then they beat him with stripes. He was nailed to a tree. He did all of this so we could be free, free from the power of sin and death, to live with him when we take our last breath. This road of life can get rocky and rough, but his love for us is more than enough. If we have faith and trust in his love, he'll shine light on our path from up above. Oh yes, he loves you, and he also loves me, and his love will go on for eternity.
0: I'm going to read something to you about the grace of God. It's found in First Corinthians, the 15th chapter. And it's the Apostle Paul that's speaking here, and um, he was one that preached the grace of God, that's for sure. But I I believe Peter preached the grace of God, and I believe that all the Apostles. I believe that Jesus Christ did, because the Bible said that grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Uh, In the tenth chapter of the book of Acts, at the house of Cornelius, Peter is speaking, and he said about Jesus now. He said he went about doing good and healing all that was oppressed by the devil. And he was anointed of God. And so I believe that all of them preached grace because it came by Jesus Christ himself. It's even mentioned back in Zechariah, the 12th chapter, about verse 10. And uh, the one that was pierced was the one that was going to be bringing grace. And it's mentioned so many times through the word of God. So uh, Paul says this, For I am the least of the apostles... I'm reading from the 15th chapter of 1 Corinthians, Corinthians, verse 9. He said, That am not meet to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. And I think about that. And once we get uh, saved, we come to the knowledge of the truth, it's all by grace. We used to have an, uh, an evangelist who'd come preach to us every once in a while, and one of his favorite songs was, he didn't have to do it, but he did. And I thank God for God's wonderful grace. We're going to have a song now from Larry White, and she's going to be singing about God's amazing grace. Reading from the book of Ephesians, second chapter and verse 4, but God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace are you saved, and hath raised us up together and made us to set in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in His kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God. God has to even give you the faith to even believe this. See? Not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So, Many take this passage of Scripture, and they take this one phrase, that it's not works of righteousness, which we have done, lest any man should boast. Not of works, lest any man should boast. So it's not the righteousness or the works which we have done. Now, we need to look at that for a little bit, and let the uh, man that wrote this part, let's let him explain about the works of righteousness. In Galatians, we go over there to the second chapter and verse 16. The same man that wrote that in Ephesians, the Apostle Paul, wrote this also in Ephesians 2nd chapter, verse 16, knowing that a man is not justified by works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have uh, believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ, and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. Oh, okay, Paul, you're talking about not works that we have done. Uh, It's uh, not of works, but it's by the grace of God, so that we have no right to boast. Oh, I I get it. I understand. The works of the law, that's what he was talking about. If we were to turn over to Philippians, And we look at the second chapter of Philippians about verse 9. The Apostle Paul also wrote this. And he said this, that he wanted to be found in him, other words, in Jesus Christ, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. So he didn't want his own righteousness, which was of the law. He wanted the righteousness which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is by God, of God, by faith. And so we find whenever we begin to read these things, we get a little understanding, when Paul talked about works, not works, not works that we do, uh, he was actually talking about the works of the law, and uh, we're not under the law, for what the law, and and it says this in uh, Romans, the eighth chapter, for what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending forth his Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. we go over to the second chapter of the book of Titus. Again, who's writing this? This again is the apostle Paul. And uh, he says this in verse 11 of the second chapter of Titus. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us. Oh, now we find out Paul is telling us this grace that he's talking about, There's some teaching to be done. The grace will teach us. Now, where did the grace come from? Who brought grace? It was Jesus himself. He was full of grace and truth, and he taught uh, the apostles. He gave them commission. He told them what to do, even after his resurrection. Uh, The Bible said that in the book of Acts, the first chapter, that he got his disciples together, and he was seen to them 40 days, speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Even after his resurrection, he didn't leave yet. But uh, he got with his disciples, and he taught them, speaking of the things pertaining to the grace of God. And uh, he was giving them some commandments. He wanted the people to obey, so there is something that we have to obey. There's something that we must do. Even there in the book of Matthew, some will baptize uh, and use the titles But they don't really get the revelation. But Jesus said, go into all the world and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded. So there is commandments, and there is also a law of the Spirit which we must obey, the law of the Spirit of life in Christ. Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So it's not the works of the law. That's what Paul's trying to get across. Amen. But they say, now, if you do one thing, then that's works. No, we have to obey the commandments of God. We have to obey the law that he gave by the Spirit. And he's the one that said, for them to go into and teach all nations and baptize those nations. He's the one that said that he that believeth, yes, we must believe. He that believeth, believe, but we must also obey. Getting back over here to Titus, the second chapter, and uh, verse 12, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously and godly in this present world, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity, purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. These things speak and exhort, and rebuke with all authority, and let no man despise thee. We go to the third chapter of the book of Titus. Again, it's the same man the apostle Paul writing now. He says this in verse 4. But after the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us. What was that works again? The same man is teaching the works of the law. You've got to get away from the works of the law. Amen. You can keep the law, but it did not save them back there. The blood of Jesus still had to save even the Old Testament as well as the New Testament, whether you realize that or not. And here he said, "...but after the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior." that being justified by His grace He's the one that brought that he's the one that brought the Holy Ghost he's the one that said go back to Jerusalem and wait there until you be endued with power from on high he said I, I go back there and get the promise of the father which saith me he uh, that you heard of me he had told him about it and uh, he said you be witnesses unto me after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and he even told him where they was to start and they did it just exactly like the Bible said Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, then to the uttermost parts of the world. And they went out preaching and teaching what they was told to preach and teach, and they did it by the grace of God. That was the grace of God, that God gave the human family time, a period of time, we call the dispensation of grace, that they could come in, it didn't matter whether it was Jew or Gentile, born free, male, female, by the grace of God, they could come in and obey the gospel And be saved. That's what grace is all about. Jesus said it like this in the 7th chapter of John. And about verse 37 it starts about the great day of the feast. But he made a statement there. He said, He that believeth on me... As the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. I want you to think about that. Jesus went about doing good, healing all that was oppressed by the devil. Uh, he dealt with all manner of people. He did not go around and try to find everybody that was perfect and reject anybody that had any problem. No, by the grace of God, he went and ate with sinners. He prayed for each and every one that came to him, went about healing them all, And then he uh, rebuked spirits and set people free from all type of spirits of lust. Uh, Whenever they brought an adulterous woman to him, uh, he did not condemn her and tell her, you're get away from me and all that kind of stuff. But he said, neither do I condemn thee. Go thy way and sin no more. The woman at the well came to him. And uh, now people can argue about, her past. I don't know. It don't give us a lot of uh, things about her past except this. Jesus told her she had five husbands. The one she had now was not hers. And there was something else I've seen in that story. And whenever he first asked her or told her to get her husband, uh, she said, I don't have any. Now, know what I begin to think there, uh, we've heard those kind of things where people, uh, men and women, will go into a a bar or someplace like that, and they're actually looking uh, for somebody they can Get with and lie with maybe that night or so, or have an affair, and they take their ring off if they're married, or they'll try to pretend that they're not married, and things like that. Well, here was that woman. She said she didn't have a husband. He said, "Oh well, yeah, you've had five, and the one you have now is not yours. But that didn't mean that he turned away from her. By the grace of God. He offered her salvation. And she, turning around, receiving, said this, said, Lord, give me that water. And she was uh, ready to receive. So it doesn't matter what state you are in life. All have sinned and came short of the glory of God. He comes by. He heals a blind man. He heals a lame man that laid there by the pole for so long, couldn't get into the water. Jesus came and brought the water to him. Amen. That, in other words, the spirit of God. God, uh, the healing, the deliverance, the thing that that man needed because of the grace of God. Amen. That man was set free and that man was delivered. That's what grace is all about. Going about doing good and healing all that was oppressed of the devil. Amen. So they don't really understand grace. They try to make it something like you can go ahead, live any way you want to live. Why? God's grace. You're going to be saved. The apostle Paul did not preach that. He preached this. He said that shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? He said, God forbid. How can we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? And uh, in the book of Romans is where you'll find that about the sixth chapter. And uh, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Well, a lot of people say, yeah, that's all right. Uh, Well, God understands and by the grace of God you're saved and you uh, don't have to worry anything about that. But Paul didn't preach that. He preached grace, but he didn't preach that kind of grace. And uh, he preached that you had to obey the gospel. You had to continue in the word of God if you want to be saved. Jesus preached the same thing. He said, uh, continue unto the end. He that continueth unto the end, the same shall be saved. And uh, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciple indeed. So that's what they preached, and they brought grace. That was grace. Grace is bringing you the plan of salvation. You must obey what the Scripture has said, and what Jesus said, the Apostles said, the prophets said. You've got to obey it. And uh, yeah, we're not under the law, but we are under the word of God that was preached by them in the dispensation of grace, and grace was this. Peter said on the day of Pentecost, he said, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's what promise, uh, that's the promise Jesus said, Go back and and wait at Jerusalem until you get this power. And I'm going to tell you one thing, you will not live for God without His Spirit. You will not. you can try. You can try to do good and everything else, but I'm going to tell you, it's going to take the Holy Ghost because you need a guide. And the Bible said, when He, the Spirit of truth, is come, He will guide you into all truth. You don't know all the truth until you receive the Spirit. He becomes your guide to guide you through the Word of God, reveal the Word of God to you, give you understanding from the Word of God that you might be saved. That's what it's all about in the end, that we might be saved, That we might hear him say someday, well done, thou good and faithful servant, that we might be an overcomer, that we might be able to sit down in the kingdom of God with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and eat from the tree of life. These are the things that we're looking forward to. That's what salvation is all about. And all this stuff preaching, well, it doesn't matter really what you do. If you do this or that, remember, it's by grace that you're saved and uh, everything's all right. No, the grace of God teaches us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live righteously, soberly, godly in this present world. Amen. That's what the grace of God teaches us. So we've got to turn away from sin. Amen. Repent of our sin means to turn away. We've got to obey the gospel. Then uh, without believing upon Jesus uh, none of it will work. If you don't believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again, amen, and went to Calvary and paid the penalty for your sin, then you're just wasting your time. But if you do believe that, you should be willing to obey Him. If you say you believe Him and you won't obey Him, I don't believe you. I believe you're lying, not telling the truth. Because if you really believe him, would you not obey him and he's the one that said that uh, if believe on me and as the Scriptures have said, then you can expect this. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. You're going to receive the Spirit, the same Spirit that he had, the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of Christ, however you want to say it. And uh, that's what we have to have. And you get it through obedience to the Word of God. In the fifth chapter of the book of Acts, he said he gives his Spirit to them that obey him. If you won't obey him, you don't believe him. I'm tell you that right now. You don't believe on him. So if you really want to receive salvation, get into the word of God. See what Jesus taught. See what the apostles taught. See what Paul taught. Did Paul, uh, uh, they, they say, well, Paul really didn't preach all that. He just preached grace. You just come. You receive Jesus. You're okay. You're on your way. If you really receive him, you're going to have to receive the Holy Ghost. That is Jesus. That is Jesus. You're going to have to receive the Holy Ghost. And you're going to believe on him, then you're going to obey him. Because he's the one that said, uh, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Not me, but it's in the Word of God. Jesus said it. The apostles preached it. The prophets confirmed it. Amen. In the Word of God. So, I see our time is getting by us again today. But uh, remember, tune in next week, same time, same station, to the Apostle and Prophet Ministry, and walk and live in the grace of God.
2: Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch.
0: Like I've been listening to the Apostle and Prophet Ministry with Pastor Ron.